Brothers, I've got a couple questions for you that I'd like to ask. Um, did you ask God what to wear to church this morning? Of course, the joke is, some of you probably should have, right? Or, <laughs> did you ask God which way to get here this morning? Did you ask God what you should have for breakfast this morning? Did you ask God where to sit in church this morning? And <laughs> they got no choice, right? Were you planning on asking God's input for anything today? Hopefully, yes. Now, even though I'm sure, I am sure, I am sure that uh, God brought me to these dance, these socks with dancing cheese heads on them. I'm sure that's an act of God. It has to be an act of God. Amen. Although I'm sure of that, I'm also pretty sure that God doesn't really care which tie you decided to wear this morning or which top you put on. God doesn't care, I don't think, too much about all those kinds of things. But if you were listening to Proverbs 3, wisdom is a little worried. Now, wisdom isn't worried about your clothes, I don't think. Wisdom is worried that you might forget her. Now, in the book of Proverbs, which we've, been, we've started reading this week, wisdom is an important concept. It's called the book of wisdom, Proverbs is, right? And you'll find as you read throughout Proverbs, this, this going back to wisdom, wisdom this and wisdom here, and, and wisdom uh, it does things, and wisdom was there with God at the beginning, and, and wisdom is such a powerful element of the book of Proverbs. Wisdom is also personified at times, and, this, oh, the jokes we could tell, this shouldn't be a surprise, in the book of Proverbs, wisdom is a lady. Go ahead, ladies. You can have your time. Fine. <laughs> Lady Wisdom, or Sophia, that's her name in the book of Proverbs. And one of the things that Sophia seems to constantly remind us is not to forget her. You heard it in Proverbs 3.1 that we just read together a few moments ago. Do not forget my teaching, Wisdom says. And the reason why I think wisdom is so worried that we'll forget about her is because I, I think we've already seen, with just the few questions that we opened with, if we aren't careful as people, if we aren't intentional about, intentional about, intentional about how we live, we've already seen how very easy we can take ourselves away Asking God's direction. Again, I don't know that God wants us to take every life decision to the throne of grace. Which tie will I wear? What appetizer should I get? Or anything like that. But then again, Proverbs 3 says to us very plainly, acknowledge him, acknowledge God in all our ways. The question I have when I read that verse, that happens to be the first verse that I ever memorized, the first verse that ever meant anything to me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways. The first question I have is, ways of what? In all my ways of dressing, eating, speaking, driving. Some of us need to take our driving to God. Just saying. All our ways of what do we acknowledge God with? How about we just read the verse for what it says? In all your ways, acknowledge God. So that might mean that God has something to say about all the little things that we do each day. God might have something to say about all the little decisions that we make day in and day out. What we're used to doing is going on with our life, and when something big happens or when something confusing happens, we say, oh, God, help me. Get me out of this trouble. And you know what? God in his mercy, God in his faithfulness says, I will show you a way. Because of who God is, God says, I know you're in trouble. I will help you. Wisdom tells us maybe you should be living a different way before you get into trouble. Wisdom says, if you seek God with all your heart and all of your ways, maybe you wouldn't be in as much trouble as you find yourself in. Amen? Amen. Wisdom says there is a way to live the life that we have been given. And that way acknowledges God in all our ways. I think we can say it this way. Acknowledge God in all your ways and God will lead you in his ways. God, I've got something to do today. Maybe it's something simple as go to church. But maybe if we give something simple like that to God, God, I acknowledge that you even make this possible for me to do. I know there are Christians around the world that would love to be able to sit in a pew worship you, God. So I'm going to acknowledge you with something simple like that. And who knows, maybe on the way to church, you might reveal something to me. Who knows, I might get to church, sit down in a pew, and maybe that preacher will say something finally that touches my heart. Boy, does he ever stop talking. (laughs) When we give our ways to God, when we acknowledge God in all of our ways, God shows us his path. So wisdom is saying to us, don't forget about me. Because as we talked about last week, if you remember, we said that wisdom comes from God, and so that means anybody can get wisdom. Anybody. No matter where they are in their season of life, no matter how long they've been a part of faith, if wisdom is a gift from God, anybody can receive it. And what wisdom says is the way you receive wisdom is by drawing yourself closer to God. By drawing nearer to the heart of God. And what Proverbs 3 reminds us is that when we acknowledge God, God will direct our path. Our path will be straight. Somebody say amen. amen. Because I want to I clear up a misconception. Uh, sometimes we mean that our way is going to be easy. Acknowledge God in all your ways and life will be easy. No. If you were looking for an easy way out of life, you came to the wrong Savior. 
Look what happened to Jesus. Jesus acknowledged God in everything he did. All those times we hear of Jesus praying by himself, one of the things I, I can see him praying is, God, let your will be done. God, show me where to go today. God, bring the people that you want me to know today. God, I put my life in your hands. You lead me. And look where that got so we don't turn to God because we think God is going to give us an easy way out of stuff. What we realize is that God will keep us straight on his path as we acknowledge him in all our ways. What it means is when we get off track, because you know we will. Do you know you? You know how you are. Have you ever been off track? Some of you, John, I'm, I'm off track right now. I'm not even in the right stadium. <laughs> and what Proverbs 3 tells us, if we will acknowledge God in all our ways, even when we get off track, God in his mercy will lead us back. Now, don't be mad at God. If you decided to follow your own way, God says, I'm telling you to go this way. Okay, God, I'm going this way. And as you go your own way, you stub your toe. Don't be mad at God because you went your way and you messed up. Give thanks to God because even when you go your way, you mess up. God says, it's all right. Let's get back on track. When we acknowledge God in all our ways, that's what God does. That's what God does for us. Proverbs 3 also tells us, he gives us a few examples of how to acknowledge God. He says, um, it seems kind of strange to us, but essentially what Proverbs 3 is saying is, you show God. Give to God your finances, for example. Give to God your livelihood. And God will bless that. Not because God has something to prove or God's trying to get you to, trying to manipulate you into something, but what God's showing you is, when you follow my way... I will keep your path straight. So, I want us to be thinking about why is it? Why is it that sometimes we find it so difficult to acknowledge God in all our ways? Why is it so difficult if we have this easy promise before us? Why is it so difficult for us to go why is it so easy for us to go our own way and difficult to follow God's way? And I think Jesus had something to say about that. Some of you remember in the, the Gospel according to Luke, the walk to Emmaus. Uh, Jesus has been resurrected. Uh, he's been revealed to a couple of disciples. And so now there's all this, all this talk that's going on. And there's two disciples who are leaving. They're going to a town called Emmaus. And as they're going along the way, some of you remember the story, Jesus shows up. Now, they don't recognize Jesus. But Jesus recognizes in them that there is something that is bringing them down. That they are, Luke says, they're sad about something. And Jesus says, well, why are you so sad? And they say, well, haven't you heard about the things that have happened? He says, well, what things? The things about Jesus of Nazareth. And they say, oh, man, we thought he was the one that was going to save us. We thought for sure 
Um, that uh, he was the one that was going to bring God's kingdom, but uh, our chief priest did this to him. And, but, but then some of the ladies said he wasn't there, and so we're, just, we're scared. We don't know what's going on. Then Jesus says to them, You fools. You fools. Some translations say, You thick-headed disciples. I kind of like that better. You are slow to believe. Now, I, please, wrap your mind around that, around that. These were disciples of Jesus. These were people who walked with Jesus. Not like, like you and I walked with Jesus, but like literally walked with Jesus, sat down with him, went to church with him, Went to lunch after church with him and probably said, hey, Jesus, you going to eat that? I'll eat that for you. They literally walked with him. They had every bit of information that Jesus ever gave out of his mouth. And that still wasn't enough. See, sometimes we get confused and we think that the way to follow the way is by getting more information. Now, don't misunderstand me. We need information. We need to learn things. Some of you, before you came to worship, you were in Sunday school. You have a Bible study. And I want more of us to be a part of those things because there's something powerful that happens when we learn together. But let that be a reminder that just because you're learning something doesn't mean something's happening to you. Because what Jesus saw in those disciples is they had walked with him all those years and they still didn't get it. Truthfully, they weren't walking That's why it's good to remind ourselves why we're here this morning. Week in and week out, we aren't here just to learn, merely to learn something about God. We are here to experience the power and the presence of God. We learn how we do that here so that when we leave here, we can experience the power and presence of God anywhere else we go. Because that's how we acknowledge God with all we have. God, I want to experience you. I want to seek you. God, I'm following you now. I'm giving you all my ways. I'm acknowledging you in everything I do. Show me your power. You see, those disciples had all the information they needed before. But it wasn't until they had an encounter with the risen Christ that that information did anything for him. Well, here's, the, here's the good news this morning. We have an encounter with the risen Christ. When you and I gather around the table this morning, we remember Jesus crucified for us. We remember the Holy Spirit poured out on us. We experience that power and that presence once again so that when we leave, we don't leave with our own understanding anymore. We leave with God. And we leave seeing the world as God wants us to see the world. Maybe it's not about 
asking God what to wear all the time, but maybe it's about time we start asking God about more things. God, what do you want me to do here? God, how is it you want me to seek out your will in this way? Sometimes we think, oh, well, you know, when the big things come, I seek God. Well, that's fine. But remember what Jesus said. If you can't be trusted with the little things, how can you be trusted with the big things? So try this, just as practice. Some of you are probably going to go out to eat after, after lunch, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. All right. I know that's right. Try this. Usually the conversation goes like this. Where do you want to go to lunch? I don't know. Wherever you want to go. Where do you want to go? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Where you want? It doesn't matter. Well, what about... No, I don't want that. And after you do that three or four times, and I won't say who is who, how about this? Just as an easy way to practice. It's going to sound silly, too. God... Where do you want me to be after church today? See, maybe God has somebody that needs your witness today. And you were just too oblivious to reckon that. Acknowledge God in all your ways, and He will direct your path. In the name of God the Father, God the Son. And God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.